This is Healing Through Love. Hey, party people. (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of Healing Through Love. My name is Olivia Luna, and I am just a 32-year-old single woman who has never been in love before. And this podcast is my journey to find a healthy, healing, long-term monogamous relationship. Um, so I wanted to kind of bring everybody sort of up to speed on how life is going, the love life journey. Um, so for those who don't know, who may be joining me for the first time, I started this podcast because I joined a matchmaking service in the attempt to, you know, discover a new way of finding love. And um, so far, the the journey has been really, really good. It's been really enlightening in a lot of ways for myself, um, but it's also introduced me to some truly amazing people. Um, For the program, I was guaranteed a minimum of three matches. And as of today, I've officially gotten all three matches. Um, I'm still in the process of meeting my third one, but in the meantime, I have been um, building just a wonderful relationship and connection with one of my matches. Um, I kind of look forward to maybe kind of going deeper into it, um, maybe in another episode. Um, but for now, just so you all are up to speed, things are going really well. I'm really enjoying, um, just getting to know this other person. Um, but at the same time, you know, we've had these kind of conversations, even though like things like feel really natural and feel really good. Um, we've had the conversation about like, are we quite ready to be exclusive yet? And I think right now, you know, it's only been about like, you know, maybe a month or so, uh, maybe even more when this podcast comes out. Um, but it doesn't feel quite there yet that, you know, we're, we're fully ready to be like in an exclusive kind of relationship. Um, and so for me, I've been kind of reflecting on this question of how will I know when I'm ready to commit, like when I'm ready to date someone sort of exclusively. And in the meantime, you know, I am just going to continue to just sort of date and, you know, I have another match, so I'll see, you know, who's out there. And, and also just like, you know, just being open to possibilities and understanding that like, um, you know, things might change or might develop or grow or whatever, you know, I'm just sort of being open and optimistic to, um, to the journey itself and just enjoying the ride as well and continuing to just learn and love on me. I've learned so much about myself through this process in engaging with people on this podcast and having these amazing interviews, you know, please go back, listen to all the talks that I've had so far. I have some great ones, you know, still to come. Um, But I think in general, it's really just taught, um, taught me the power of my own story and the power of storytelling in general. I think, you know, this is, this is what I love about the work that I get to do. Um, uh, You know, growing up, I wanted to be an actress, be in theater, you know, be this performer who's like, embodying these characters that is telling another story, but it wasn't really until, you know, I decided to get into the production side that I, I knew that like, I want to be able to tell my own story. And so I have to learn the tools, techniques or whatever to do, to do that. And I think as a result of it, you know, this podcast has come about and it's really just felt so fulfilling, so rewarding on many different levels Um, and encouraging as well that, you know, my story is resonating with a lot of you. So thank you all for just your amazing support. Um, Before I dive into the episode, 
episode, friendly reminder, you know, in talk, in, in continuing this conversation around support, um, you know, please consider giving a five-star rating for the podcast and leave me a review. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know how you're, how you're thinking. And, um, you know, if, if you have any other insight or questions, um, you know, ideas for future episodes or things that you want me to talk more about, you know, reach out truly on social media at solidarity underscore media, um, would love to know, you know, how I can just keep this podcast, you know, diverse, inclusive, but also really asking those types of questions that you guys want to know about love, about relationships, about healing, about growth and wellness. Um, you know, I'm really trying to like kind of define you know, my uh, story a little bit more. Um, but at the same time, I don't want to like close myself off to questions that I could continue to, you know, ask myself and, and uh, we could ask each other of. Um, but I don't if I don't know what those questions are, um, I won't ever be able to ask them. So, you know, if you guys have stuff that you, you know, would love for me to just dive more into, please reach out. Let me know. Love y'all. Um, as always, if you're listening to this podcast on Spotify, there are polls and questions at the bottom of every episode that you can also play along to. Um, send me a question, you know, <laughs> like let's let's keep this conversation going. You know, uh, if my if I have a guest on the the podcast, you can ask them questions as well too. Um, I just really want to try to build this like community and this place and space for real genuine connections with one another. So let's do that. <laughs> let's engage. So let's get into this question. How will I know when I, Olivia, am ready to commit? Um, so the, the first thing I sort of thought about as I asked myself this, I asked, I tried to answer this with a question. I was like, was there ever a time that I was actually ready to commit? Like, as I think about past relationships, as much as I wanted, you know, it to be long term, as much as I wanted, you know, to be somebody's girlfriend, you know, to be in that committed thing, I don't think that internally I ever was truly ready or my life wasn't ever in a place that I could be ready. Um, you know, my healing was definitely not a thing. I was like projecting a lot of things onto relationships that ultimately sabotage them, you know, whether consciously or unconsciously, I was aware of it, you know, as much as I outwardly would like sort of express this desire and want for a relationship, I was actually doing these little things that would cause, you know, um, jealousy or like just problems in the relationship that didn't need to be there. Or I was like, you know, moving things too quickly and, you know, not being really considerate of the other person and like what they need and just like, you know, really just not being present in my relationships and in myself to know truly that like I was really ready for a relationship. Um, and also in thinking about where my life was at, you know, as I was, as I've been dating, you know, especially since I moved to New York, I've just, you know, worked a lot. <laughs> like, you know, I'm running around and my schedule's always busy. I'm doing all these things. And I wasn't making that committed time to work on a relationship, to work on myself, to be ready to be for a relationship. Um, and so when I would get into something with someone, when the inevitable problems or whatever would sort of come up, I would just like, I, I wouldn't face what I was really feeling. I wouldn't accept it. I'd push it down and I'd just say, okay, well, 
do what I need to do to just kind of keep this going. And a lot of my partners could sense that I wasn't being genuine, like I wasn't being my real authentic self. Um, or I would try and try to keep that going. And then eventually the burnout comes and all this resentment sort of comes out of like, you know, I've tried to put this face on to be this great girlfriend or be this person and he's not committing. So what's going on? It's like, Olivia, you're not really committing to yourself, to who you really are and what you really want. You're just sort of moving through the motions. And I think a lot of it was a result of, you know, feeling like I just I just didn't have time or energy. And the easiest route was to result was to revert back to these um, attachment styles, to these more toxic um, behaviors that I just sort of um, learned growing up as as a form of like safety and protection. Right. I feel threatened. I feel anxious. I feel like you know, uh, there's danger here. So let me people please let me be this thing that I know I'm not. Let me let me say yes to things that I know I can't do. Let me stretch myself thin for work, for friends, for life, for everything and not make any time or space for me and who I am. So that was that was definitely like coming to that realization was really hard for me recently. It's like, oh, it's hard for me to answer this question because I've, I've never been ready for commitment like that. Like on a really self-aware, conscious level, I was never ready. <laughs> and so now that I want to be ready and I'm, I think that I'm in a better position to be ready, how do I know that I'm really ready? Uh, so it's just like, I don't know, catch 22 or just paradox, I guess, um, that I had to sort of sit with for a little bit. Um, but I think once I came to that realization, like, who am I now? And what what is my life look like now that I am a little bit more ready? Well, first of all, I did spend the past like year and a half now of just really focused and dedicated to self-growth, um, self-reflection, looking at my relationship patterns, like making everything about my life, about love and about... Um, yeah, finding my authentic self, finding my authentic peace, um, understanding what is important to me and what's important in my partnerships, right? Like all this time of like, you know, being single um, really gave me the space and opportunity to make my intention about love. And so now as I'm moving forward from that place, I'm definitely a lot more ready for something that is committed and exclusive. Um, also, you know, my life is a lot more stable, right? I'm not, I'm not necessarily, I'm kind of in between jobs right now, but even when I was, was working, it wasn't so overwhelming that um, I couldn't make time for dates or for phone calls, you know, FaceTimes or something during the day to just kind of check in. Um, and also understanding that like, again, because I've done that sort of inner work, I don't have to um, be so available to somebody as well. I don't have to have this anxiety of like, okay, I need to call them or text them every single day. I can just live and be and whoever sort of aligns with where my life is as opposed to trying to force my life into what other people want me to be. Um, I could just operate from that place and the right person will just sort of, you know, will, will work and will fit. So... I definitely think I'm 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 in that sort of mindset now. Um, I definitely think that the person that I'm seeing does align with where I'm at. We're actually very similar in our current um, 
life status at the moment, which is which is great. Um, and also something I, again, haven't really experienced before either. It was either the case of like my life was, you know, at this point and the other person's life is like over here or, you know, we're just like kind of close, but not not quite enough to like, you know, really make it work. Um and now I do feel like the people that I have been attracting more lately um, are very much in line with with where I'm at in life, my values, what I want, um, all of those things. But it, it took it took me taking that time to define that for myself and to say like what I was doing before wasn't really being committed or being you know trying to aim for exclusivity um, because I was I had this very broad wide open yeah whatever whatever he wants kind of mindset um, and so now I've just been you know more conscious of like my boundaries and everything like that um, and on that note you know another sign that says that like I'm ready com to commit do I feel safe seen and savored by this person I'm going with the the three s's on this one so safe seen and savored uh, so safe you know I've, I've talked a lot about feeling safe on uh, this podcast before. Um, and I do want to clarify, it doesn't mean that like, I feel, oh, this relationship isn't going to go anywhere. So I'm good, right? Safe more. So I'm speaking from an emotional standpoint, um, a vulnerability kind of standpoint, right? Like I can be vulnerable with this person. I can be my true self. I can express emotions and it's not met with judgment or criticism, but instead with love, with security, with support, right? I'm really feeling safe and seen is that like seeing who I really am, right? Um, being seen is something like a, a love of being seen is just the most beautiful thing when somebody can see the, the cracks and <laughs> the imperfections and still hold space for all of that, still hold um, appreciation and respect and celebration for those things as, a, as opposed to just trying to want to fix it all, you know? Um, and again, I, I think it goes back to, you know, what I was doing in a lot of my relationships. As much as I would sit there and, and tell a guy that I was with, like, oh, I love everything about you. Like, underlying that was a intention of trying to fix, of trying to solve whatever trauma or whatever issues that they were having, like trying to be this solution for them in a relationship. And um, I realized like that's that's not sexy, trying to trying to feel like you're being fixed, you know, in, in a situation like just not having your true self be accepted like that's that's not attractive. Right. And so when I'm in a connection where I, I feel fully seen and heard and accepted in that way. It's so much better. It's it's these these relationships that I've had. I just feel like yeah, I can just truly say what I want, be who I am, make mistakes, and not be you know not have any of that held against me. You know, not be seen as like oh, it's a red flag or whatever. I mean, there are obviously you know I, I'm not going to be for everyone, obviously, um, but the people who are happy just seeing who I am and, and wanting to see more of that as opposed to just trying to, you know, hide or run away. Like th those are the connections that I'm aiming for during this time. Um, and then to feel savored, right? Like to feel like, 
you know, this person's just really enjoying like their time with me. Um, they express that they, the, the connection, the physical connection is maybe really strong. They're touchy. They're just like, you know, they're trying to just like soak up the time that they have with me, um, on a date or on a phone call or whatever, right? Like they're really just savoring every bit of who I am and celebrating it and supporting it. And, you know, also not being afraid to like question or challenge certain things because they just want to really they really want to know or understand who I who I am and where I'm at, honoring who I am, right? Like really honoring where I'm at. Um, that is what it, I think that's what it means to like really feel savored by somebody. Um, <laughs> and I love it because like I, I, I love um, cooking shows. I hate to cook, but I love watching <laughs> other people cook. And I love uh, the end result, you know, like when the, when the, final plate comes out and it's just like, like this beautiful creation. And meanwhile, you know about all of the, you know, the hellstorm or whatever that this chef has gone through to make this dish. And something about that just makes it even more all like all the more delicious, right? When you know the sweat and like energy that has gone into creating this, um, it's, it's just, it's a beautiful, delicious, incredible thing that you can't say, you can't really say anything wrong about it. Cause it just, it just feels like such a gift to be able to have this, you know? And I think that's, that's what I'm looking for in a partner. I want somebody who can see the struggle, the trauma, like everything that has gone into making me who I am and savor that and just say, you know, this is beautiful. This is incredible. This is like, you know, this is so great. You know, yes, yes, we can make it, we can work to make it better too. But also like, I'm so proud of you of where you're at and how you were able to just like make your life what it is now after everything that like I've been through. That is like the ultimate, just like being, being, feeling safe, feeling seen, feeling savored by someone. So Oh, the three S's, everybody. The three S's is, is kind of what I'm leaning on to know um, when I'm ready. Um, and then, you know, oh, man, the last thing, you know, I, I really just want to touch on is, you know, do when I think about like committing with someone and this goes back to, again, defining what's important to me. Do we genuinely have like the same values in life, but also are we living by those values, right? Like, are we truly working to live by, you know, uh, being a source of healing for other people, being a source of good, being, um, you know, uh, successful or being determined or whatever it is, right? Those core values that you sort of have for yourself. One, am I, am I, Olivia, like genuinely living by those things? Um, and then also is my partner doing the same? Like, I think if I can see that and know that, um, you know, that will definitely determine whether I'm ready to commit or not. Um, words are, are wonderful and amazing, but it's truly the action that is just like so important to me. I'm very action-based. I prefer to just talk less and do more, right? Like, and sometimes that does kind of, um, burn me a little bit in that, like, I'm not questioning enough or really, really thinking things through. I'm kind of just like diving in and I'm going to do it, figure it out along the way. But I think in general, it does give me that, um, 
that mindset that it's not about what I say, it's, it's, it's what I do and how I'm living, right? I can sit here and say, I stand for, you know, inclusivity, diversity, solidarity, you know, I stand for, for women and I stand for, you know, all of these, these rights and these important things, but how am I actually living by that? Like, am I telling those stories? Am I making space for those, for those individuals in my life? Am I like, you know, working towards, um, causes or movements that will, you know, better impact these, these, you know, groups that like are important to me, these values and these, these opinions, but also just like, you know, myself, um, as an individual, the things that I want to improve upon, I want to be more mindful. I want to be more self-aware, especially of my emotions as they arise. Am I doing that? Like, when a when a challenging emotion comes up, when an obstacle comes and it evokes like a large eruptive emotion, how have I been responding to that? Am I engaging in coping skills? Am I being dependent on my partner or my friends or whatever, like these other outside sources? Or have I really developed the, the skills and tools within myself to, to manage those things? Um, and so these are all of the things that I hope to have in a partner too. Like I, I've dated a lot of men that um, say wonderful and nice things, but aren't really able to live by the things that they say and want. Uh, and I think some of that goes back to, again, my my inability to commit in the past, right? Like I would say that I wanted a committed relationship, but then I wasn't really like living by that in terms of, you know, dedicating my intention to love and, and to healthy relationships, not doing the work within myself to be a healthy, healed kind of partner, right? Um and so, yeah, I think that's something that I've definitely been kind of more conscious of as I'm going out and dating, as I'm getting to know somebody um, and realizing that seeing that and knowing that takes time. And so in the past, as I was, again, looking back at my relationships, I realized, oh, I would just sort of um, give someone the benefit of the doubt or, or give someone that pass on whether or not they're living by their values, like way too early, way, way before I could even know if they were, um, you know, I'm talking like two weeks, maybe even days in, I'm just like, yeah, this person's so genuine and honest. And they're, they have these, you know, they, they're saying all these great, amazing things. So of course they're going to do them. And it's like, no, you have to give it, you have to give the relationship enough time to know it and see it because it takes the trust the trust takes a minute to build. The trust for us to be able to like truly be ourselves takes a minute, right? That comfortableness takes a little bit of time. And so I would always find that like once we get to that point of like comfortness, com comfort, comfortability with one another, and it's time for them to show me how they're living by their values, they wouldn't, right? They cut and run. It's like, okay, relationship's over now. Now I on to the next thing, right? Um, and, uh, you know, it would be the same for myself too. Like as soon as it was time for me to, okay, live up to this relationship that like I keep saying I want, um, I would also like find ways to sabotage or just not, not really live by that. So now that I know that like, okay, I am, you know, I know what my values are. I know, you know, what, a, what is important to me and I'm starting to really live from that place, um, 
I'm really giving enough time to see from my, from my dates and, you know, from my ideal partner that they're doing the same, that they are really not just talking about the work, but they're doing the work, right? They're really living by those core values. So those are some like key things that I've just been thinking about in terms of, you know, how do I know when I'm ready to commit? Um, but I think the last thing that, you know, is kind of important for me to remember is like, it's, it's not so much about committing to, you know, tomorrow or to this like lifelong, you know, future. It's really just committing to, you know, how I feel and where we're both at right now. And, you know, I know that there's like some dangers to that. I definitely think like it's important to consider whether there is potential for like a long-term thing with this person. But the, shoot, the longer I live y'all and the, we just, we just went through a pandemic. We just went, we've gone through so many crazy things just within these past few years. It's kind of getting hard for me to say, oh yeah, you know, I can see forever with this person and it'll be perfect and amazing forever. Like that's like, that's, that's not, that's not um, logical. You know, life happens, uh, things change. I feel like in the next few years, um, as a society, as a civilization, so much is going to change for us. And so it's hard to, for me to want to commit to that when I don't, I don't, we don't know, we don't know what's to come. So instead of like dwelling on the anxiety of like what could happen, I really just want to, again, commit to right now and how I feel. If this person is somebody that I want to keep seeing and it feels really good. I feel safe, seen and savored by this person. Um, they're living by their values and, and they're encouraging me, encouraging me to do the same. Um, then yeah, let's, let's, let's be exclusive with this. Let's see where this can develop and grow. Let's see how much more we can learn about each other. I think that's the most important thing. Like, am I excited to keep learning and, and growing with this person? Um, or, am I just anxious about how the relationship's going to end? You know, like that, that's definitely been a huge indicator as to whether that's, this is somebody that I can commit to. Is this person putting me in a position or are their actions necessarily triggering me to want to jump to the end of a relationship, right? Like future doom forecast, this kind of relationship of he's going to leave me, he's going to do this, I'm going to get bored or something's going to happen or whatever. And then just engaging in these self-sabotaging tactics. So um, I say all this because I want to just kind of keep that sort of in the back of my mind uh, for now. Like I'm not committing to forever and ever and ever. <laughs> I'm committing to you as a person right now who I'm just really enjoying and excited to continue to know about. So yeah, that's where your girl's at. Life is is pretty good right now. There are some other areas um, just kind of in my work life that uh, is causing some anxiety. You know, I'm kind of between jobs right now. So I'm also giving myself that space and time to really sort that out. Um, so that doesn't become some kind of hindrance that keeps me from being able to commit. Uh, and so, yeah, just giving myself time and grace and understanding um, and also the space to sit down and talk through it all with you guys. Um, that's been really rewarding for me. And I think I've, I'm seeing the benefits of really just having this, really transforming this self-talk for myself, um, but also, you know, with you guys as well too. I, I'm hearing wonderful reactions and feedback 
um, from all of this. So I hope my ramblings are helpful to you guys. Um, yeah. And, and just to say that, you know, if anybody is interested in learning more specifics about my journey, um, please reach out. I'm, I'm not going to go into, you know, super detailed kind of, um, sharing at this time, just because I want to be respectful to the people that I'm dating. Like I'm not using this. I don't want to say that I'm like, I'm using this for my content. Again, this is all just my experience and what I'm going through. Um, but you know, for the sake of maybe if you want to go through this process yourself of matchmaking, um, please reach out, hit me up on social media at solidarity underscore media, follow us, share your favorite episodes, please spread the word about this podcast. Um, I'm really hearing and seeing the benefit that folks have been having from listening to this. So I want to just spread it far and wide to everyone and anyone who could also, um, gain something from my story. So um, feel free to share, tag us, let us know. And if you're not already, follow the podcast, get notified. Um, I'm trying to stick to the rhythm of dropping an episode every Tuesday and Thursday. So, you know, don't miss out. Um, it's easy. It's middle of the week, so it's easy to forget. But, um, you know, get notified so you can catch up with all the things. And yeah, I'm looking forward to, you know, continuing on this journey, continuing to just deliver more good news and good things. Um, and I think ultimately, even if, you know, none of these matches work out, I'm truly, truly just so happy and thankful from everything that I've gained through committing to myself, through diving into this process, kind of, um, almost impulsively but also just like so ready you know so ready for that next kind of relationship that I've yet to experience um with someone else but then also with myself so thank you all appreciate the continued support and I will talk to you soon on another episode of healing through love bye